0: I says, get out of the kitchen already.
1: That's it. What do you mean, get out of the kitchen? That's where you belong. Oh. Oh, forget
0: about it.
1: Forget about it. My wife said, my wife said, I want you to take me someplace I've never been. I said, why don't you try the kitchen? Oh.
0: <laughs> hey,
1: is this the mini-sode? sewed
0: is a mini sewed Wow, look at that. Can you believe that? Oh, that's amazing. Another one mostly if they're i, easier if I than get the real weird ones. male
1: from being a chauvinist just know i was being a goomba so that's goomba for like respect to women i think i don't know
0: i think <laughs> so there's actually hey. a pizza there's a pizza restaurant here in long beach called forget about it
1: yeah i've seen it i've yeah. seen forget about it the way they spell it and all
0: f-u-h-g-g-g H, yeah. or something like that yeah
1: right so, apparently, I've been missing the boat. There's a pizza. I haven't eaten there, but there's a pizza place that's been there forever in my neck of the woods in, like, East mm-hmm. Anaheim State College area. And it's called Pizza Nova or Villa Pizza. Or anyway, it's supposed to be delicious and the best kept secret to man. So And what are you doing? I haven't tried it yet. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to try not to eat, like, shite lately.
0: You know, I was doing this, like.
1: Although I had a cheese sandwich last night.
0: What do
1: you mean? Just cheese? No, man. We go to Bronx Sandwich, Uh which is amazing. They have like a Caprese sandwich that Christina gets, which Mm -hmm. is like a baguette, tomato, basil, all that. Yeah. And and then I get a, uh, it's called the Big Cheese, and it's like three different kinds of cheese, but it's on a marble rye with avocado. It's delicious. Mm. I eat that. And I don't care who knows it. My vegan, hey, take my vegan card. I don't care. I never had a vegan card, so whatever. I, I
0: mean, say? you heard it here, folks.
1: Whatever, whatever, Julia. Like, you never eat cheese. Give me a break.
0: I haven't in a while. Mostly because I think the more that I stay away from that stuff, when I do eat it, I get sick.
1: Oh. Wow. I have yeah. an ironclad. Ironclad stomach. The only issue is I get heartburn. But I seem to get heartburn from water. Like, if I drink water before I go to sleep, I get heartburn. So, I don't know. <sighs>
0: Okay, so I was watching on Netflix. Zac Efron has this show. Have you seen it? No. I don't even know what it's called. But um, he talks about all these important global environmental issues. And basically, the gist of it is, like, America is trash. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. America is is trash. (laughs) So this, this last episode that we watched was about water. And he went to a water I'm gonna say this wrong, solomier, solomier.
1: Like the wa- one whatever.
0: Know. So it's a water solomier and basically was talking about like purified water is crap. Like you really should be drinking spring water, Icelandic water, natural spring water is what you should be drinking. It's like the filtration system that all these other like Fuji and stuff that they use takes out all the vital minerals that are in water. And uh, you're just wasting money on these expensive water bottles for no reason. And then your body has to work overtime to process the water because it's not getting the nutrients it really needs from it.
1: So not to interrupt you, but here's what I know about water. when i was a bellman at a hotel we had Mm -hmm. a big contract for that hotel like middle of the week you know with um yosemite waters which was like a big water company right and i asked him i asked the head guy sales manager guy used to come down all the time He was a super nice guy and i asked him where does your water come from anyway he goes oh you know it's it's um stocked in municipal water it's basically the tap yeah and that's it and i said so like If I'm drinking a Densani water, where did that come from? He goes, well, if it was a Densani that was bottled here in Orange County, because there is some, there's a Pepsi bottling plant here, he goes, Mm -hmm. you would be drinking Anaheim municipal (laughs) water or whatever. And I'm like, and the people just pay for that. He goes, yeah, it's tap water, basically. I mean, they they try to purify it to make sure there's no mercury in it or whatever, but that's it. It's like, wow. Mm -hmm. And that was 20-something years ago that he told me that. I can't imagine now.
0: So then they went on to... Paris France where um, the water is controlled by the government it's not privatized the way it is here because water should be free for everyone it's not a luxury it's a a necessity for daily life so they have the most water fountains in the entire world like per the amount of people that live there and it's available to everyone they even have water fountains that offer sparkling water
1: like oh wow really yeah
0: yeah. And you can, they have, um, I've been to
1: Paris a few times. I've never seen a sparkling.
0: That's awesome. I want to check th- that out. There is one of the like shops, the water shops where you can buy water bottles um, like you can buy water bottles and then fill them up for free and stuff. But anyways, they walk through like the filtration system there that it's really the cleanest water you can drink uh, processed cleanest water that you can drink. That's really great for you. And it's like, they went through the whole tour and they showed the entire process because they're like, we want everyone to do this. Everyone should be doing this process like it. Companies that own water bottles are like the biggest lie in the world, like a water bottle company is a joke. And it was just really interesting. I recommend mm. Zac Efron's show.
1: Got to check that out. And I recommend if we're talking about recommendations on yes Netflix or whatever. Or Hulu, uh, I recommend on Hulu. Uh, hate Thy Neighbor. Uh, it's really good. It's actually uh, about a Buddhist uh, guy from uh, London or from England. I don't know what part he's from. Um, assuming he's from London, I don't know. Uh, but he's like uh, he looks like he's he could be Muslim. Like so, the stereotyped, mm-hmm. big, really big dude, uh, mixed race, uh, big beard. But it looks. But you know, after hearing the show he's actually jamaican heritage so he's mixed uh jamaican heritage and he's buddhist so anyway he goes in all these different uh cultures and like he goes and stays with like he went and stayed with um the uh what do you call it the uh the uh white um, Nazis? Socialist movement. yeah ah, yeah Nazis? and then he, like and the one i just watched it was the one from the there's two seasons it was the last one of the second season but he stays with these guys he, he was kind of embedded with these dudes that are uh, called uh, sovereign citizens, so they don't believe in paying taxes or anything like that. It's really interesting, but I can imagine if you're... It's on Vice, so I know it's worldwide, but I can imagine if you're in, in London or in England or whatever watching that, you must think, like, everybody in America is an effing crazy. <laughs> I mean, he, he, even, he even had this one about the Confederate flag where mm-hmm. he was kind of embedded with this guy called... Um, they call him the Black Rebel, and he was a black guy that was in favor of the Confederate flag. So... Anyway, it's it's pretty crazy okay. show, but I recommend it if you're out there and you want to watch something during COVID. It's cool and they're all it, like 35 minutes long, so they're pretty good.
0: It's Americans really leaning into their freedom, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We are free, yeah. man. We yeah. are we you can That's the great thing about this place, man. You can believe whatever type of reptilian government conspiracy, mm-hmm. like whatever you want, bro. Like you can demon sperm shit like all that like that's cool yeah. like you can you can have that right to say that here which is amazing that's why you know what usa usa <laughs> <laughs> just not just for, just for the fact that we can like drink poison water and pay ridiculous amounts for health care yep and not have not have equal rights but if you want to believe in demon sperm and <laughs> there's a reptilian alien race that runs everything and the bodies are just like it, it's like v where they, they could pull the makeup off and all of a sudden bill clinton's like the oldest dinosaur in the world mm-hmm. then that's amazing like okay great so it's pretty it's, it's my pretty g- fucked up and kind of cool if you think about it <laughs>
0: it's my god-given right in a government that separates church and state you know that's right mm-hmm. that's
1: right well but that's not the point of the mini no the mini's just to hear what you're listening to so you want me to go first because you don't have a song.
0: I figured it out, but you should go first because I think I've been going first the last all couple right, times. Fine.
1: whatever, man. Hey, you know what? I've I have i am all for it. I'm all for equality. So that's me fine. too. All right, uh, but I will go first since you have genuflected. Um, <laughs> I will uh, I will go with. I watched the uh, the another great music documentary. It's on Showtime right now um, about the Go Go's. Called oddly enough, The Go Go's. And uh, it's a really cool story. follows the, gol- the go-gos from um, very early stages uh, and how they kind of formed and how they were just this little band from LA that did pretty good, like, but not like sell out good. You know they, yeah. I mean, they probably had a couple maybe 100 people, a couple hundred people seeing them at any given time. And then uh, they opened up for a little band called the Specials. And, uh, and then late at the whiskey, and they opened up for a little band called Madness also. When they came through town and both bands got together being there on the similar label and they said, look, why don't we bring the Go-Go's to London and have the Go-Go's play all over England with us? And even though they weren't nearly as popular, they got to play in front of a lot of people. And when they came back home, they were stars because it's like returning from their successful London or their successful English tour. And all of a sudden there was all kinds of people that would show up to see them. But more importantly than that, um... I, I knew they dated I didn't know Jane Wheedland from the uh, from the go-gos um, dated on the sly kind of dated Terry Hall from yep. the specials and so he ended up giving her some lyrics and a little melody and she made it into this song which is called you know the words to our lips are sealed by the go-gos here it comes Can you hear
0: go-go's i thought they're just a fun girl group yeah tell me because i haven't seen the documentary yet but in reading alice's bag alice bag's memoir a long time ago she talked about living in like a squatting house with a lot of the go-go's
1: yes so if you also along that uh ilk uh, if you read John Doe's book, um,
0: oh yeah, yeah, they lived with X too.
1: Yeah, right? so they they lived in the same like motor coach like, it was kind of like courtyard apartments where one one apartment Some, across yeah. from another or whatever, and uh, they even gave the exact cross streets of where it was. I don't think it's still it's there anymore, mm-hmm. but yeah, Jane Wheatland was this gutter punk kid. She just wanted mm-hmm. to be a punk, like, you know, and and she was always kind of a free spirit, or whatever. But she was really that driving force early on of that punk lifestyle for them and she lived with Alice Bagg so and it talks about that uh, in in that book so Under the Big Black Sun also read Alice Bagg's uh, book as well forget Um, the
0: name violence girl or violent girl is what it's called but but did they say because in Alice's book she's like the Go-Go's kind of wanted to start as like like a 60s girl group like that was her influence was like a girl Well, yeah
1: they wanted to do that punk though they want to do that. Yeah. Punk. So they they all wanted to be punks, but um, they yeah, that was their thing. Like the Shangri-Las and bands like mm-hmm. that. They wanted to be like that only punk. Yeah. And so it wasn't actually until they worked with a producer uh, that they uh, slowed their songs down and they realized, oh, these are pop songs. Like if you yeah. slow them down, they're pop songs. And, uh, you know, so uh, they ended up doing that. Also interesting. And I'm not sure if there's a doc on this guy, but. Um, It's the third time it came up and something I either read or saw in the last two weeks. But uh, they were talking about uh, IRS records and uh, Stuart Copeland's brother and his name is forget now, whatever, doesn't matter. Uh, Stuart Copeland's brother uh, started IRS records and that the police were on IRS records. They were the first Mm -hmm. label that signed R.E.M., they sign, you know, the Go-Go's. They signed a bunch of bands. So the Go-Go's really had a meteoric, a really great rise because they work with all the great bands. When they were in England, they put out a single of uh, We Got the Beat uh, oh, okay. on Stiff Records, you know, Elvis Costello's wow. label, Nick Cave's label. Yeah. So they really did. And then they were on IRS for years. And then I think they probably went on to Warner. I don't know who they ended up with. But it's crazy to think how. And, and then how does it end? No spoilers here, folks. It ends with in fighting about money as it always does. That's why R.E.M. is the best band ever because they split the publishing four ways no matter what. So no matter if Michael had the lyric and the melody they just split it four ways because they knew magic in a bottle. You can't repeat it. So yeah. anyway. I think I saw the
0: Go-Go's maybe like three or four years now. It was supposedly their last tour ever in New York. But I think since then they've done a bunch of
1: yeah, and shows this the tours. they were doing something. Uh, the when they recorded something for this at the whiskey, they were playing. So, um, I don't know. I think they yeah. still play. I don't know. You know. I mean, hey, there's a lot of farewell tours. What are you gonna do?
0: Yeah, gotta give yeah. the people what they want.
1: So, Go-Go's movie, uh, Under the Big Black Sun, a uh, book, Alice Bag, book, um, IRS records. That's what I got. What do you got?
0: Um, nothing exciting like that. Uh, I just want to say first, um, we're starting to see some of our listeners get their mixtapes. Oh, yeah. And uh, I got really positive responses from the one that I've seen so far. So I'm really excited for everyone to get theirs. Please share them if you do. Tag us yeah, in Yeah, that'd it. be awesome. Really Want to cool. show everyone. Um, and then if you want to buy a mixtape, let us know and we'll work it out and then donate the proceeds to a good organization
1: but and i will i will match the proceeds so yes if you bring them in we i will match them um but yeah you know what guys and i have to tell the listing audience for all five people out there um <laughs> that julia really takes her time with these and like decorates them and put stickers on them and draws on them and stuff like she makes it like a cool mixtape like it's really really cool like, yeah
0: that's the point
1: I was the king of just making a Xerox photo of like Johnny Cash flipping off the camera and then riding be- on the back of it. That's what I would do. I do stuff like that. I'd Xerox a uh, you know, something from a history book that was on hand or an Oscar Wilde mm-hmm. book. And I just do that. And that, that's, that would be my mixtapes. But, uh, and I would just look, I would just look out combinations of different letters that I would highlight and then it would spell out something. You know, See that's, that's
0: creative to me. I can't think like that. I'm just like cute picture, cool fun. You're like meaningful.
1: Meaningless. Yes. <laughs> what Meaningless. Is yes. That's the name of the new song I'm writing. Let me write that down. I just do it. I let these lyrics it's a go. Hit. Meaningless. Yes. Um, okay. So what do you have?
0: So in doing all these mixtapes, writing it down. <laughs> in doing these tapes, um, a couple of them were really fun. I mean, they were all fun, but some I listened to on my own and uh, I really enjoy. And uh, one had one was more about like the 90s music, specifically like California bands. And um, I put Everclear on it and I forgot how much I like Everclear's music. Did or at you least... just
1: play Everclear the last time we had? No. It. No.
0: No? No.
1: Are you sure? No okay just making sure
0: no because i'll know if
1: i hear some santa monica twice i'll tell you
0: no i wouldn't play god damn it mike make me question myself
1: (laughs) i just remember talking about the father of mine song we talked
0: about them but i don't think i played them no i haven't played them okay um but we're gonna play it's from so much for the For the afterglow yes no it's from that album and I don't know why I like them so much. They just sound, it's like an Orange County band. I don't know. They just kind of have that poppy.
1: Except they're not at all from Orange County.
0: I know, <laughs> but they just have that like 90s Yeah,
1: not three Ps, yeah, yeah. Three yeah, Ps,
0: sure. not like co- a little bit harder than college rock-esque. I don't know.
1: All right. I, well, let's I don't know. It. But the song
0: is aphetam- Amphetamine.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. She came out west to find the sun She lost her name but found a new one Baby goes to school amazing song i've ever heard in my life wasn't it yes no so for those of you who don't know i know the song but we had technical difficulties i couldn't hear julia broadcast it so but i have heard the song i actually yeah. do you know what i like the band i i bought the album when it came out um and i think we talked about it last time how it was the you know the image of brad noel playing those last gig is sublime before he killed himself or he od'd and that was the last song he heard was the father of mine song from from Ooh, the record so boy. i like the black girlfriend song on that album too i think that's uh-huh. a really good song um so yeah i think that's cool that's a good I'm one i'm not
0: like a super fan but like that album was actually really good and it's just i've been listening to that been listening hey, it
1: was to, oh go, go ahead
0: on. no you no, go ahead
1: i was gonna say it was big enough for him to start his own label and uh, like sign bands and stuff so oh really yeah yeah oh, yeah he that. had his own label for a long time I don't know if he still does, but I don't know anything about Art Alexicus other than the no. fact that he's kind of takes himself seriously. He was a little older for that scene. Like, personally, he was older. He had, that.
0: like, the bleached black hair and the soul patch. He just right. looked a little older than everybody else. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know how much i haven't that's the only album i know i guess their last album was in 2015 so there's oh. still a band
1: i think he did he fire the guy i don't know i, I might be making that up i don't know i don't want to i don't want to pee on on our but i i think that everybody else kind of like um left or was fired or something i don't know if that's true now all i do remember is the story i remember hearing about them was Everybody thought, like, when they toured Japan, everybody thought the bass player was Keanu Reeves. Because yeah. Keanu Reeves was in Dogstar at the time. Yeah, And so everybody thought, oh, that's Keanu Reeves' band. And they, like, chased them down because they thought they were Dogstar. <laughs> so, there you go. Don't well, be a bass player if you're in Keanu Reeves and, like, and you look like Keanu Reeves. That's what I'm saying.
0: Or just pretend to be Keanu Reeves and milk hey, that. Hey,
1: do that. Do, yeah. that. do that stuff. Come on, do that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, that's well, our well, that's the mini sode So what? Else, what are you, do we have? Anything going on? I don't. Nope. <laughs> covid. Covid. COVID's still
0: happening. Um, it's still a thing. Should,
1: should we buy one of those drop machines like they have on radio shows where it's like covid, cook a covid, like <laughs> it has or it has like a fart noise or you know, whatever we sample. Pew should pew
0: pew 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 pew. Quarantine. Yeah,
1: like, yeah exactly. Quarantine edition
0: remix yeah yeah exactly um i don't know just stay
1: home guys stay home wear That's your mask right. hey I got an idea everybody's saying wear the mask just join just do mm-hmm. it who cares just do it. just do it just do it wear your mask do it do it do it it's
0: really not that bad
1: i hate to get not back the... from being a, go- a goomba but hey stay in the kitchen wear your mask All right <laughs> fuck out of here <laughs> it's sorry, that last goombas. part yeah. sorry, goombas. Yeah. sorry goombas sorry Sorry.
0: No, do they exist anymore? They don't exist anymore. Jersey,
1: they're Jersey, not a thing. There's two types of people in Jersey, okay? There's goombas and there's really cool like artist musicians like the Gaslight Anthem and, and Bruce Springsteen. That's it. There's nobody else lives there.
0: But are goombas like the Jersey Shore kids? Yeah. Now, they're just yeah. like a new generation. Things like,
1: and and forgive me, I'm not sure what this means, but they say things like "fungul." <laughs> I yeah, don't I don't know what that means. <gasps> I know it's dirty. I don't know what it means though. Oh,
0: so. it's like some Yiddish thing, right? Like it's a comparable to like a Yiddish. No? no. No, I think
1: it's I think it's like Italian for something. <laughs> no, I'm not saying F- it's you. Yiddish,
0: but you know like uh, I don't want to get Yeah, no, uh, I'm pretty, I don't pretty sure, sure it's actual
1: that. Italian, but I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, this has been fun. So next yeah. time we'll have we're working on an actual guests.
0: Yes, we're still working on the guests. You
1: would think they'd be easier to knock down just because,
0: what the hell are they doing? Yeah, but then at some point during quarantine, you don't want to do anything at all. Like, anything is a lot of work.
1: Mm, Yeah, I guess. You know,
0: there are some days where it's just like, I could be productive, but what's the point? I have, like, another year of this, so I'll do it later.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. You know what? Just keep just push me closer to the edge, Julia. Just do that. Just yeah. push me closer to the edge. All right. Well, let's end it on a downer. That's fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: See you later. Right.
1: Hey, survive. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye.
0: Bye. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram at Fa- and Facebook at MixTape MixTape Podcast Podcast for show notes, pictures. Ugh.
1: If, if you-, you enjoyed listening to- <laughs>
0: All right, and take three. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast for show notes, pictures, and behind-the-scenes snaps.
1: And while you're at it, head over to... Don't fuck up. Better leather, leather, better, leather, <laughs> leather, better. <laughs> And while you're at it, head over to our website at Mixtape, Mixtape, com for complete playlists as well as links to all the songs on Spotify.
0: Hey, I worked really hard on putting those playlists up.
1: Or did you work really hard on avoiding other responses?
0: Hey, don't worry about that. Just don't forget to tell your friends.
1: One more thing. Or is it, one more thing! (laughs) Not that. Okay. (laughs) One more thing. We know you're busy people, but go ahead and click to review. Give us a five-star rating or comment on whichever podcast platform you found us on. See See ya. ya!